johnsyndicate.com. Call 1-888-201-4201. That's 1-888-201-4201. Direct from the Vegas Strip. Are you looking to access the most powerful betting syndicate information directly from the Vegas Wise Guys? The same games that players walk into the casinos and move 5, 10, 20 dimes a game on week in and week out. Learn the secrets of the most powerful betting sources directly from our office to your ears. All you have to do to walk with that air of confidence is pick up the phone and don't stall. Make the call. Call 1-888-201-4201. That's 1-888-201-4201. Call now. Call free for your access password at johnsyndicate.com. That's www.johnsyndicate.com. Call now. Call free. Welcome, welcome. We have another wonderful edition of Sports Insider Radio. It is June 1st. I cannot believe it. We're almost here. We're basically, the summer always flies by and it goes right into football season. And it's, you know, I don't want it to go by too quick, but I kind of do because, man, we love football so much. Today, we have the pleasure of being a solo show without Mr. John, so we're not going to have too many trends and statistics like we're used to. I know Dave and Micah, you're really upset about that. How are you guys doing? Good, yourself? I'm doing great. Man, I'm... I'm, I'm don't don't know if Micah's on yet. Yeah, I'm here. Uh, oh, yeah. What's up, brother? You sound a little yeah, hollow. Man, I took it out there. Maybe I should try to hang up and call right back. He said that when yeah, I hang up the call back. Yeah, no problem. But um, so, Dave, uh, what's been going on the last couple of weeks? I know you've uh, you saw you saw you went to your kid's graduation. A lot of travel back and forth. Um, I know you're enjoying the summer and, and and life's really good. Give us a little bit of a what's been going in the life of of D Mill in the last couple. Yeah, weeks. you yeah you pretty much summed it up. Still betting daily. And then I think I'll use August as my month to really vacation before football starts. I'm I'm gonna hit probably I'll go to Mexico a couple of times, and I was gonna try to throw a cruise in there too if I could. But I don't know. I think I don't. I think you still need the vaccinations, and I haven't done it, so I don't know. Might not do the cruise. But yeah, yeah I'm not really sure. That I think it's some of them are optional. I mean, I don't really know. I really haven't traveled too much outside the country at all since, since COVID. So I know my friends have, but, um, well, yeah, I mean, a month in June, usually, um, for me as a recharge month, just like it is for you. I mean, we, we know how hard we grind once football's here. I mean, it's a seven day a week operation and you know, it, you can't do it 365 days a year. So for, for the recharge is, is a much needed necessity in our lives. Because unlike other businesses, you know, we don't have a day off like the other markets where they close down on the weekend. So it's important. It's it's important to have a, a really fresh mindset going into the season. 
And, and we all know how important football is because, I mean, just like the Spencer video showed, and that wasn't even really football-centric. That was based around college basketball weekend, which is pretty heavy too. But, you know, you're getting so much value on the weekends. I mean, what, what are you pulling in, like 12-hour days on Saturday and Sunday? Um, How's that work, like yeah. start to finish? Yeah, a little bit more on Saturday. But, and then Sunday a little bit less. Sunday, like nine hours – Actually, 9 or 10, and then Saturday, it's like, yeah, it's a lot. I want to say 12, yeah. Yeah, so so it gets uh, it gets hectic, but I plan to do it again this year. Um, so, yeah, I'll see, see how we do. But, so baseball is really relaxed compared to that. We don't even – we don't even bet during the game or – we don't really sit there and post all the time. I guess in theory we should, but then, yeah, you kind of burn out for the important parts. Yeah, I mean, and that matters, I think, back. more. Well, I think with baseball with you, this is really your first deep dive season where you're actually, you know, did your research, got mentored, spent a lot of hours before – even the first pitch of opening day to make sure you were ready. And it's still a learning curve for you, but and you never know by next year, you might have a much bigger understanding where you'll be pressing it even more. So yeah, I, I do think it's very important to recharge. I mean, with my model specifically, Dave, with the totals, it has, it, it's so different than what you're used to because I completely this, I don't even look at the price. There's the price doesn't matter. And what's funny is and I've been trying to track it this year because I've run the model where it's statistics-oriented only, the price for some reason 80% of the time is better on the over on the games that I pick than it is on the under. I don't know for whatever reason. I really haven't done a deeper dive and, and try to figure out exactly why that is. Maybe I'll talk to you off the show. Um, I, I don't know how familiar you are with totals. But for whatever reason, I'm always getting better price on overs because I don't do unders. It's strictly an overs model. I mean, because what I'm basically strategizing is I'm taking two crappy pitchers that are heads up against each other against the average of a specific amount of games that I'm calculating of each team also being with hot bats. So I'm taking bad pitchers that are going against each other that are starters, not relievers, that are getting, you know, a couple innings in where they'll play relievers all game. It's an actual starter that's playing. And then also figuring out which rotation of relievers are going to be available for the night, even though I don't know exactly who's going to play. And that's basically it. And I'm just taking the over in the game, and I'm expecting it to be a high-scoring game. So um, it's just different. I know you're all about price. And, and like we talked about yesterday, when you had the Yankees, you kept saying, man, this is a trap. Um, I've been trapped in this before because you're not used to it. You haven't had five years of data where you could actually go back and say, man, you know, I keep getting trapped. for five. It's just this season it felt like where they're trying to trap you into a low price with the Yankees, and, and wouldn't you know it was a blowout on our side. So it's funny how that goes, but, uh, y- you know, you're, you're getting really good prices all across the board, even though we had a small losing week last week. Over the last month, I mean, we've been rolling. So I think going into June and July, Dave, you're going to see a lot more value your way because if you remember, I think it was seven weeks ago now, it might have been even longer, where that one week where it was just an 
animality. I mean, it was just doesn't happen in, in this business strategically week after week. We were just getting bad beat on good pricing for that entire week. So I think in June and July, the way that I'm seeing the systems going, I think you're going to see a much higher output um, just from what I'm tracking and, and systematically following your prices day after day. Yeah, and then back to the other thing. It looks like most cruises, 90% of them, you have to have a vaccine. But Mexico, you still don't. So I'll probably just say oh, Mexico okay. a few times. Probably Mexico Perfect. or those kind of places. Yeah, I have fun. I don't need to go on a cruise to have fun. We just did that before because we had so many offers and we used them all. <clears throat> so, okay. So how does that uh, work? Yeah, so basically. No, no, yeah, I, I like the I, cruise I, talk, man. I mean, it's just, just as important as uh, the games. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not. Uh, but yeah, it's it's the same thing. I've been seeing the public side; just the price gets better before the game. Um, same as all sports, seems to usually work like that. So today, nothing's too public. There wasn't one that really stood out where it was like, "All right, this is a panic spot." Uh, even the Reds are a pretty big dog. It doesn't seem like that great of a spot. You don't know who's pitching in. You don't know who's pitching in, in the doubleheader for the Rockies game. It, it just well, it says undecided. I don't know unless it's wrong. But the yeah, I'm not showing a pitcher two, either. At two and a half. Hour. It starts in two and a half hours, and we should know in any minute, right? You know, you would think. So probably look to go Miami there. Because the public will take Colorado home, um, so yeah, I don't know. That's about it. Kind of a slow, slower day. It looks like nothing really stands out. Are you talking about know. that uh, the three o'clock Eastern game for the Rockies? Yeah. Or oh, you're talking about the second yeah. half, the, the second one of the doubleheader. Both. There's no Miami pitcher. Well, both. Mine says both. Well, the first say. one I'm showing Rogers. They've listed him, but the second one Miami is still not listed a pitcher. Okay. Okay. All right. <clears throat> there we go. So let me see. I'll probably have Miami there. I love it. What are your it's, picks today? Quick... What do you got today? So it's funny. I, uh, I I had some stuff to take care of in the morning, so I actually didn't run the system. It takes me about two hours to run it, and because of the show, um, you know, I didn't want to break it up. So as soon as I get off the show, I, I did the first three games that start – um, basically while we're on the show, and none of them actually were candidates for the system. So I won't know till I get off the show because, again, it doesn't matter to me about price. It, it just matters who's actually pitching. Like So I can't even run that system for that second. Well, I really stay away from doubleheaders in general. Um, it's just it's two, it's seven innings is not enough for me. So um, I stay away from it. But if there's no pitcher listed, I mean, that's – automatically I exit out and I'll come back to it later. So I, I don't even have the numbers for today to run it. I'll run it as soon as I get off the show. But overall, I mean, since I started it, because remember I told you, and I've, I've been on the radio talking about it for weeks pre- previous to even doing it. I have to have at least five pitching rotations, not five wins for the pitcher, but at least five starts. And then I needed at least 15 games played for me to even run it. So I didn't start running it till I think it was May 9th was the first time I ran it. And since then I've been 21 and 11. So pretty good consistency. Um, 
you know, overall, and I'm getting for for whatever reason, the juice has just been really good on the overs. I mean, I'm like last night, I had a losing night. I was one and two, but every one of them were plus one hundred five, plus one hundred, plus one hundred five. So, was, for whatever reason, I'm going to I'm going to do a deeper dive. When you say when you say you don't care about price, I just instantly get uninterested. I don't know because everything's the price. So when you say I know, you care about I know it, because like, okay, that doesn't matter. Well, because I'm not, I'm not variating the wages. It's, it's the only sport, the only system out of any sport, anything else. I worry about price. This is just completely systematic for the over attachment. So I'm never. I mean, at worst, I think it's minus one ten, but I'm not even going into it. Looking at that, I really don't. I mean, if for so whatever you're reason, you don't I, care about the. You're saying you care, you don't care about the vig or the total runs. The vig. Sorry if I wasn't. Oh, okay. I thought you were going. Exactly, I don't care about sure. the total runs, and I'm going. No, 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 no. no way that I Sorry know. about that. Yeah, the, when I say the price, it's the vig. Yeah, so you're just saying like even money minus one hundred five. You're you're just it's you just if the if the total runs is off, you're, you're just doing it. Yeah. Yeah. So it's it's just calculated based on the total runs. And I'm going. No, 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 no. Sorry, I was not clear. Yeah. So it's just about the vig that I don't even pay attention to whatsoever. And it's the only sport that I've ever because as much as you've taught me um, of edge betting, which is completely separate, um, finding the price and looking at screens and understanding what I'm looking at, and we're we're gonna bring in Micah in a minute. We could do a deeper dive into that as well. But um, and even with you know going off key numbers in football and key numbers in basketball and, and getting good value in the way that you interpret even baseball now, where you know as all the stuff that you put on our private chat that we talk about, I, I soak that information in and I I learn from it and I'm I'm a much better trader now than I was a few years ago, and that's all due to can your I, expertise. Can I ask you a question? The, yeah. Can I ask you a question? Does mm-hmm. the actual Don Best screen have that information, or you just looked it up, or you have something you else you're looking at for who's pitching? Don Best screens. Well, well this, oh, you're talking about what I'm looking at here. I was looking at uh, scoresandodds.com. Scores and oh, that ha- so that because my Don Best screen doesn't have it, doesn't have the information, which I thought yeah. was kind of kind of how could they not have it, you know? But all right, I guess you're looking at something else. Right. Yeah, that seems like a standard Miami spot. Standard. I love calling spot standard. That's when I, that's the the kiss of death. <laughs> well, you said that yesterday about the Yankees also, and it didn't didn't burn us. Yeah, I ran pretty bad yesterday on endings of games, but oh well. I'd rather run that's bad now than during football. I agree. So. um Micah, are we here? We back on. I'm here. I'm here. Can you hear me? What's up, brother? How you doing? What up, man? Just How's the weather down there. It's good, man. It's good. It's hot. Ninety degrees. It's good. Trying to get some golf in when I can. Just like you. Yeah. Yeah, man. Yeah, I've been. I've been. We've been following each other on the on those apps. I know we have a lot of fans. Yeah. A lot of our clients happen to be uh, golfers as well, so they're always interested to hear about golf. But on you know, I know that this season has been a very profitable golf betting season for you. I mean, 
are you looking at anything going up in the next, you know, this tournament coming up? Or have you had? Yeah, the Memorial is a big tournament. Uh, it's a Jack Nichols tournament, so all your big names uh, get thrown, uh, come out to play. And I don't know if you read, uh, you know, the Saudi tour starting up soon, and you know, Dustin Johnson's committed to it. A lot of like big name players are committed to it. Um, and there, you know, there's a big worry would they be able to come back to the PGA Tour because they said they were going to ban them from coming back if they go play this 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 Saudi tour, right? Um, but yeah, that's just that's in the big news right now. But this weekend, yeah, we're getting ready for the Memorial Tournament. Uh, you know, it's, it's a it's a really big uh, tournament. All the big names are playing. It's kind of the same uh, correlated core stats as the last couple weeks. You know. Well, approach play is very important around the green play. Can you chip around the green? That's very important in this tournament. So I'm looking at guys like that. So just it starts tomorrow morning. So yeah, we're going to be ready. So when when you say that, and I've I've heard news about this with the Saudi tour. So you're saying if, yeah. if Dustin Johnson commits and he plays over there, he might not be allowed back on the on the tour yeah. and be able to be automatic into the majors because obviously he's yeah, automatically man. that input. was. Yeah, that was what the PGA Tour came out with in this first launch. You know, over the Saudis having this tour, we're against them. We're against what they uh, stand for, and we're not going to allow players. If you go play there, you're not able to come back. But I mean, the list came out last night, and there's you know players that you know there's Louis Oosthuizen, Dustin Johnson, Taylor Gooch. Um, there, there's a lot of players, but the problem is, is you know, the winner might get four million dollars versus if you're playing in the PGA Tour, you might get a you know one point five to two million. So the prize pool oh, wow. is huge, right? Big prize pool, so it's hard. And somebody like Dustin, I don't know if you know how his demeanor is. He he, he don't care. He's just going for the money, right? He don't. It's not really a. He's just going to play where the money is. So that's just, man, it's just a life changing. Uh, Money for some of the mid-tier PGA tours as players as well, right? Because there's not as many players going to be in these tur- tournaments, and the prize pool is just yeah. humongous. So this is just going to be played in Dubai? No, man. They put out they put out some of the schedule, and some of the courses are actually in the United States, which is very surprising. Interesting. Yeah, man. It's Interesting. About, I don't know six or seven. They're going to play in the United States, so we're, there were people who are unsure if you'll be able to watch it on TV, but. I don't see why they wouldn't be in the U.S., but um, it, it, would think it's a lot they, of – There's going to be betting odds, obviously, for it. No, oh, yeah. Bet on oh, yeah. A 100%. Yeah. So it, it, it's a, it's interesting to see what's going to happen. I just don't see um, – the. I feel like the PGA will eventually stand down because it's, they're losing a lot of players to this. Um, just, just all no, because it's, of the money, right? I mean, the money's crazy. Absolutely. Yeah. Money well, talks, that and man. I mean, if we're always money talks, always just like it does in our business, and you know, it's yeah. it's really so. All these Saudi courses, because we've never seen them played before, <coughs> is it going to give? I mean, is it really a crapshoot where you're you're picking guys not knowing how the course plays because nobody's ever seen it before? Or yeah, you're going to have to do a deeper dive to understand, you know, how that course yeah. plays. Yeah. You're going to have to do a deeper dive to understand the layout, and and they'll you know they'll have all that stuff and. You know, and how long the course is, and what if it's a par seventy or seventy two. So, um, so you can definitely do a deeper dive. But course history, obviously, is not going to mean anything. But these guys have played so much and have you know hundreds of rounds behind them. You know what they're good at, 
You know, you can sure. use a site like Data Golf, which is a great site. It gives you information on anybody's history of, you know, where they rank in their approach around the green, you know, putting and, and off the tee. It, it's, you know, it, 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 that's just the stats will, or will be there. So you'll be able to figure all that out. That's not a problem. That won't be hard at all. So I have, a, I have a question for you. If you were to basically look at David Miller, what would you think his best attribute on a golf course would be? Would be a good approach shot guy? Would be a long hitter, <laughs> a good putter? What would, what would you think he would be? I'd say he could probably muscle up and drive it pretty far. If, <laughs> yeah, if, if it uh, if came down to it, he uh, it looks like he could swing it pretty hard. If you get that club, we need to get we need to get D Mill in the long drive competition. That's what we need to get. Yeah, I, I, think, I, think, I think. No, I I I go to Top Golf. I go to Top See, Golf. I know, I know he's done Top Golf. There you go. Yeah, I go to Top Golf. You hit golf, it to the back of the net, I'm, man. I'm <laughs> drinking and just having fun. Yeah, yeah. so no. We got we got to get this on camera, man. The fans want to know. This is this is it. I mean, I'm uh, getting messages right now. From clients going, we need to see Dave swing the swing the longwood. Yeah, man. Oh, I think he could do it. That's <laughs> <laughs> funny. funny. Come on now. <laughs> uh, but um, are you not the transition? Because at, at driving, are you good at driving? So I am actually now a really good driver. I got fitted for my driver um, about less than a month ago, and. I'm actually averaging about 270, 280 off the tee. Right now that it's hot outside, I'll probably get more if I get all of it. But, I mean, I was it's definitely improved my game with being more accurate. So it's because it's not all about hitting the ball far. It's you have to be accurate. I'd rather hit it 260 in the fairway than 290, you know, behind a tree. So, you know, it's the game of golf, is a, it's very strategic. That's why you see a lot of, I'll play with guys that are 55, 56 years old that are not long hitters and are much older than me, but because their their strategy and their ability to stay in the fairway and, and to hit greens and to scramble well, they'll score better than me just because of their experience. So, And that's kind of what transitions when Mike has taken these guys, like every week when he's giving me the plays for with golf, it's he'll basically look at the course and say, look, this course strategically, you don't have to be a long hitter to score well this week versus other courses, you have to be a long hitter to be able to reach those long par fives and to be able to, you know, to be able to score well. So it's, it, that's the, the, the layers of the game that we're able to present to clients. And I know John releases a lot of those um, golf plays to a lot of his clients as well. So, um, you know, it's been a good season. We started off extremely hot, Micah. You remember that? Very, very oh, hot. Yeah. And uh, but but like you said, it's this is the type of thing where it's you're not going to make a lot of money every week. You only have to hit a couple long shots throughout a season to make your season. That's so right. correct, it, it it definitely worked. But um, you know, I, we're about thirty minutes into the show. I know yesterday, Dave, you launched the mentorship program for football and what the clients are going to be getting only available to Telegram clients so far before we release it to the public in a couple weeks. Um, give me a little bit of insight. I know I told the guys you're getting overnight plays. You're getting the early releases midweek because we're going to be closing better on a lot of them. 
Give me a little bit of like the strategy that goes in during a, a an actual football week of what you're looking at day in and day out. Um, well, I'm 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 trying to. I mean, it's a tough question to ask. Uh, I'm trying to kind of get in the head of your of your average better because you want to know: Do I fire it? Do I fire the game now, or do I wait? Um, so a lot of times, if you're if you're, I mean, it's a basic strategy thing. But if you're back in a team who just got crushed, um, you you want to wait. If you want to take the team that that rolled, you want to bet early. Uh, so Got to do that, yeah, that's just basic stuff. I feel, but a lot of people don't know that. So I try to, I try, or or just favorites in general. You want to you want to grab it early, the dog. You want to wait, and I feel it kind of the market got away from that for a minute, but now I feel it's right back to that. Uh, this last couple of years, so that's what I do. I also try to look at what the what the look ahead line was. The week before, before what we just basically saw that was that's fresh in our mind, I try to think of that. Uh, look at the offshores. How are they moving? How are the sharp Vegas spots moving? Um, <clears throat> so that's important. And key numbers is this one that, like, like for example, if it's a plus five, and you gamble and, and you skip and weigh and get just four and a half. It's not the end of the world, but if it's on seven and a half, and like you see a couple sevens, and you're going, I really don't want to lose the half on seven, because the lines move so quick when they open. They'll, a lot of times they'll just move the juice on the key numbers during the week, but when they first open, it'll move quick. Like seven and a half will go to six and a half. So I wouldn't risk it on that one as much as the five going to the four or four and a half. <coughs> um, so that I do that. Um, yeah, that's that's the main things that, or the, the main way I approach it. All right, so because um, I, I think a lot of times clients, you know, we we rarely outside of um, college basketball, we were doing overnight plays. We obviously don't do that much in baseball because you're not really getting better value. You're kind of just like aggressively taking it overnight. Um, but with football, I know it's going to be a huge advantage because how many times are you sending us games on Tuesday night? And the hardest part I feel like for the clients, Dave, is understanding that tying up their bankroll is okay because they're trading most people, unfortunately. And I think, and that's just the nature of the business is they just care about the following day. They just want to win today and worry about tomorrow. It's, they don't understand that tying up their bankroll on a Tuesday or Wednesday for Saturday or Sunday is important because of the value of the price that we're getting. We're not betting a team based on emotion. We're betting it based on price. So the advantage of understanding that going into the season, I feel like is key. And that's why, you know, your YouTube channel is so educational where you're doing these two or three minute tutorials on different concepts of trading, which is helping the general, you know, basic user that's never traded sports before understand it much more i just feel like we have my clientele especially it's i have such a they have such a better understanding of what you're really trying to accomplish long term that 
I don't. I, you know why I know that, Dave? Is I don't get the text when you have a losing night. I, I don't get texts anymore. I used to get literally a few years ago. If you had a bad day, like literally when you sent out the Browns, right? Browns. That year, I would bring it up again. The, I would get harassment texts. I can't believe it. Do you understand how bad? And then after the game, when they lose, I get the same text. I told you. Like, they are master handicapper. I'm like, you don't get it. It's it's the long sample size. And then at the end of the season, I get the thank yous and apologies. It's like, you know, once we get them out of that short-term thing, I, I swear to you, it's just like I could literally predict it when we send out a certain team. Like, toward the end of the NBA season, when we were, you know, we were following the Lakers each and every night, it seemed like. Um, and they were losing for that one week. But then at the end of the season, they picked it up and they won those last four or five games when they were double-digit dogs. So it's in that one week, it's like that new client that is not seasoned and is not educated simply cannot understand why you're chasing a team that keeps losing. But he's also not thinking of the long-term approach where a lot of spots for you just happen to be auto bets because you're a volume better. And without volume, you're never going to see the consistency I've seen it for years. I've seen the returns for years. But to a guy that's new, it's hard for him to understand it. So you're always still going to have one-offs. And just just be grateful you don't talk to any of the clients because you would absolutely lose your mind because your, your brain will never understand the insanity that these guys live with each and every day. But then there's other guys. Like I had a gentleman on the show last week when you couldn't be here. He was a professional poker player um, who – bought into the the basically the the not the mentorship from the coaching side because you've never seen him on zoom but he's actually just follows all of your plays and he is one of the sharpest guys that i've met meaning he just gets it he's a literally a professional poker player and he goes look i understand it i just don't have the bandwidth and the time to do it and i'm glad that i could pay for a service that could do it for me and it was like a breath of fresh air. I mean, having him on the show, I didn't know what he was going to say. There was no, you know, script. It was just a guy coming on that was excited about following you and following your strategies and following your plays and understanding that losing is going to happen. And there's variance from him losing when he's running bad, but he knows because he's putting in the right process and the theory's right, that long-term he's going to win. So, I just feel like going into football, I really have a, a strong following of guys that are really taking in the education, which I think that was the biggest step, the leap that we took this year was putting you out there from the educational standpoint just as much as you as the opinion plays that we're actually, you know, sending out the clients. So overall I just uh I'm very excited not only for football season but Listen, I'm just I'm pumped for baseball. Right now. I think we're seeing good pricing every night. So it's been overall between myself and you, the last month has been extremely profitable for all clients. So it's just a it's it's a breath of fresh air knowing that the clients are happy. It's summertime. We get to travel a little bit and not be obsessed every single minute of every day like we are during football, and still produce a, a really strong product for clients to be able to to make some money following us. I love it. Well said, man. Well said, Mr. Mike. I'm excited. Yeah, and then we've got our uh, early football. That, that's exciting. I'm hoping that... Very, very exciting. 
a lot of these contests might do the early stuff the, on the apps, but they haven't yet. They did last year, so we'll see. <clears throat> That's definitely good value. Get get a Micah, anything, uh, Micah, anything fun planned for you this summer before you get in the grind for football? I'll take a few vacations like David, go to the beach, but I'm just right now. I'm just mainly focused on golf and uh, college baseball. The regional start this weekend, so I'm big into that, and you know, constantly betting MLB player market futures. And so, you know, it's not going to stop for me as well. But uh, I'll take a few during July. I'll take a couple weeks off and enjoy life with the family. But yeah, kind of stick to the grind, man, because I'm, you know, I'm a. I'm an addict as far as I got to have something going on constantly. You know, I got to have something going on. That's just the way I am. I can't, my brain doesn't sleep. I wake up, oh, shit. I got, you know, the stuff I need to be, I need to do. I'm always thinking constantly. That's something I could bet. So, I don't know. That's just the way I work, man. You know, I'm seven days a week, guys, since I've been out of high school. So, just the way I am. You almost made it. You almost made it as a baseball player, also. Well, maybe we can get well, you out you know, there on those. Uh, well, on the you know, you think you're, you're, when you're in baseball, when you go to college to play baseball, it's a job. I mean, it's an eighty-hour-a-week job. You know, there's there's no party and none of that stuff. So when you live that life until you're 24 years old, 25 years old, realistically, when I stop, then you can't slow down. Like you got, your brain doesn't stop. You're used to working seven days a week, ten hour days. Don't want something, so it's just the way I work, man. It's just it's constant in my life, so I never stop until the day I die, I guess. <laughs> well, and it's it's funny because I'm now seeing taking you know a, a a front seat to seeing that basically how much Dave has taught you because we have a client that we're mentoring right now that I'm on the of the group chat with and the amount of information that you're teaching this guy and and for him sending oh, yeah. screenshots of what he's looking at and is he finding the right edges is is the juice too high to offset the wager I mean so much stuff that Dave has taught you that I'm seeing now without the presence of Dave for you to be able to reciprocate and help this guy is is amazing I mean I, I'm to me, I mean, seeing where you come from and, and our relationship and how much you know now is, like, it, it's amazing. Yeah. And, and that's just all yeah. due to you learning and adapting and educating yourself. And, I mean, it's just really good things to come for all of us in the coming years. I feel like we have a really good grasp of the market overall. So I, I'm very excited. I know both of you are extremely excited for the future. And, you know, the future is very, very bright. Yeah, yeah. I mean, what Dave has taught me applies to not just, you know, size and total each day. It applies to futures markets as well, you know. Like a uh, couple weeks, last week, you know, I'll, Mookie Betts, for example, was 25 to 1 to win the MLB NL MVP, right? And, you know, oh. and the sites like Westgate and Circa had him at 12 to 1. And you got sites like, you know, FanDuel and DraftKings to leave it sitting there at 25 to 1. You know, I jump on stuff like that. It's all because of what David taught me, right? Um, so, yeah, signing up for his mentorship, I mean, it, it'll it, it'll go long, it's long run. It's the best value you could ever do, no doubt about it. People, there's no other professional sports better teaching what he's going to teach you because they want to keep it for themselves, right? Right. So, mm-hmm. 
it's just the yeah. There's no. If you want to get serious about it, and treating it as a business, got to sign up for the mentorship. I can't say enough about it. Yeah, and and, and like I've so. I vet these clients after we do the webinars, and we we do a free webinar. We happen, you know, if you're listening to the radio show now, we're we're going to be doing a webinar later on today. Um, what we do in that webinar is we we kind of give you a couple tips and tricks about what it will entail and how much work it will entail for you to be able to do it as a business. Unfortunately, because of the amount of work that goes into it, it's not for everyone, but there's two sides of the process. If you're just looking for opinion plays, I'm going to tell you right now, you're not going to make nearly as much if you're edge betting and you're doing it yourself. But if you don't have the bandwidth for it, and that's the only option you have, it's still very, very profitable. But by far, if you understand how to find edges and understand how to read screens and, and understand your break-even points and, and everything that goes into it, you know, we had a client, and we talked about this last week on the radio, where he happened to make some mistakes. And it's unfortunate. We hate people that, you know, don't get it right away, but it's a lot to intake. So sometimes you're going to have process where you make a couple mistakes and you don't understand it correctly, but then you keep sand, sending us those examples and we'll fix it for you. And in the long run, you'll be a better from it because, you know, that in trading mistakes happen. You know that, Micah, just like you've been dealing with our client, TJ. Um, things happen 100%. where it's, it, it, you just read it wrong. I mean, there's a lot of, it's, this is a lot of info. I mean, what we're teaching in a couple Zoom sessions Literally, somebody could it take them years to learn on their own. So, for him to or never or never learn it because they just don't or never know. learn at all, not, right? Or never not, if don't you don't know, know what right. is correct, they don't know what's right, right? right? And if I knew this Absolutely. information that I know now, when I was twenty years old in college betting sports, you know, if I knew that then, I mean, I, I can't put a price on it. You know, it's just, uh, how much I, you know. You can't put a price on them knowing it at an early age. What's able, what Dave is able to teach people, you know, sooner the better for everyone. No, thanks, guys. No, I feel special. Well, you are. You're you're a savant, and I'm there's not many. I'm, I'm, letting, I'm letting you guys talk. I'm just sitting there. All right, keep going. Yeah, you, you don't need to talk. No, but it's Dang. it's the truth, man. I mean, I've been in this business long enough, and um, prior well, let to let me tell you something. Go uh, ahead, Michael. The bookie I used to bet with in college, right? He would give me this sheet on a Thursday, and the it, the lines would never move. And on Saturday, Sunday, it's the same lines from Thursday, right? They never move. And if I'd known what I know now, you know, I just didn't know stuff like that. I was just, you know. Betting ridiculously, it was only just you know whatever. I didn't care about a number or a prize, what teams did I like, and so if I'd known that now, I mean, obviously I would have crushed that guy. But this that's an exact clear example, of just one of the hundreds of things that David can teach someone how to take advantage of your sports book and the problem was going to be in the future. How do I get down more because you're limited everywhere because no books wants to take your business if you're a sharp right. So that's going to be your future problem once you understand how to get an edge over sports books. So that's my little rant on it. Yeah, and I mean, look, overall, you're 
you could find an opportunity with us, whether it's you're on the mentorship side where you're learning the business aspect of it, which this is brand new to us as well for over the last couple months is when we actually launched the actual program. Or if you just want to basically be sharp on getting the games in real time, which you're never going to get anywhere else. There's no other handicapper, which we're not, but there's guys that just give out games the, the day of, and they're chasing and they're telling you there's there are 100 million unit plays, 100 star, whatever that means. And the, unfortunately, a lot of bettors are naive to believe in that, that there's a game that you could put 100 units on. I don't even know what that means. It, it's, it's the most obnoxious thing ever. And... When I and I get these calls and I get calls from these clients, and they go, yeah, yeah, but, you know, I bet seventy percent of my bankroll. And this guy I talked to yesterday gave me a free pick, and he told me to put seventy percent of my bankroll on it. They can't lose. I'm like, are you, you can't be forty six years old. That, that's not possible that you could be that naive at forty six. Like, think about that. And and then I tell them, well, the only way you're going to be playing with us is when you're going to be risking one to two percent of your bank. Well, I can't do that. That's not enough. Do you want to win or do you want to gamble? You know, do you want us to coach you or do you just want somebody to verify your own opinion? So it's unfortunately, this isn't for everyone. The guys that can't break their bad habits will ultimately consistently get the same results, which is losing. But the the understanding of what you're doing and understanding the process and, and being in the know of why we do radio. Why do we do radio? We don't sit here and give out plays on the radio because we're trying to get business. This is an educational show. We're trying to teach people the, the theory of what we're dealing with on an everyday basis. And that, I believe, is why we are at the top of the industry. And not because I'm cocky to think that nobody else can produce the same results we do. I just believe from an educational standpoint, no, like you said, Mike, that nobody's doing what we're doing. And that in itself is worth the price of admission for any program that we have. Well said. Thank you. Well said. said. So I know we got like 13 minutes left in the show. Is there uh, anything you guys want to bring up or talk about? I know there's been a lot, you know, we've been doing a lot of stuff project wise, anything coming up that you're excited about Micah? I mean, for me, it's exciting for everyone. Just, I love college baseball, right? And the regionals start this weekend. Super regionals the following weekend in the College World Series. So I'm making bets all day on who's going to win each region. And you know, I have a lot of futures bets going on. Uh, I was able to grab Tennessee pre-season 35 to one, and now they're they're two to one favorite to win the whole. World, World Series. Uh, and I have a lot going on with college baseball uh, and golf. So, yeah, that gets me through the summer. So, until football gets here. So, um, now, do yeah, either just, of you really, do either of you really touch the preseason or, or not at all? I, I don't, but David does sometimes, but I, I do not. I just don't I, have time to get into I'd who's rather, playing and who's not. Yeah, I'd rather just wait till the regular season and. I don't know. It, it's I, I'm sure you can make money, but it's I'd rather or or just chase some sharp moves. I mean, that's a good strategy. Myself, I don't get too involved. You know, the only thing I do in the preseason, right? 
and, and Michael will tell you, me and John, this is the only thing we ever do. We never not bet the Ravens in the preseason. I think they're like 100-0 in preseason. <laughs> There's there's no statistical edge. There's no there's no you know I'm not looking at the line. It's just they literally win and cover in the preseason year for whatever reason. I don't know if they just play harder. It's just like a blind auto bet for us until proven what otherwise. Well, what are they? They're supposed to be pretty good this year, from what I'm hearing. On, on I know a lot of guys that have future bets on them this year. Is that the same thing you're hearing? Is they're going? Oh, to absolutely. Be just as good, I mean, better. Yeah. Yeah, well, last year we were dealt with a really bad injury bug. Before the season even started, uh, the Ravens lost two of their starting running backs. Um, our all-pro left tackle that we paid a lot of money to in the offseason was coming off an injury. He played one game, and then he got hurt, and he was out for the rest of the season. You're talking about Lamar getting hurt, and he was out for the final six games of the season. You're talking about... The, our secondary, we lost our number one overall corner, uh, Peters, season-ending injury. We lost safety. I mean, we, we lost so many players, and we were still at some point competitive. I mean, there was a point in the season where we were number one in the AFC. I think we were 7-2. and two. So we were able to just scratch together a lot of games we shouldn't have won that we just got very lucky to win at the end. Um, and then at the end, it, it averaged out, and we didn't make the playoffs because we didn't have our starting quarterback. So I think in the offseason, what we really worked on was revamping our defense just because, you know, the conferences, or at least our division conference has gotten it a lot better with a lot of players, you know, especially in that AFC West conference, which Denver, San Diego, I mean, sorry, the, the uh, Chargers, the Raiders, the Broncos, and the Chiefs are all really good shape. But um, we got to compete with the Bengals in the in the division, and they're the team to beat right now. And they they're coming off a Super Bowl appearance. No, we've been calling no, we've been calling them the Bungles Bungles for twenty years. This quick, did you ever think you would be saying that? Like within the next five years? I mean, what crazy all things? No. Huh? Well, that and the Browns. I mean, I don't know what's going to happen with. Um, with uh, the quarterback this year, but obviously if he's, he's still, uh, you know, Watson is obviously dealing with a lot of civil cases. I don't know how the NFL is going to act on it, but he might not play this year. But if he does, I mean, they have a really good team as well. So, you know, we went through the draft and we, we did really good as we always do in the draft, drafting a lot of good defenders. Um, we got rid of a, a key offensive weapon in a trade, but I don't think it's going to hurt us too much. And as long as we come back healthy, I mean, we have just like, like Micah said, uh, whoever those guys are, I like their plays. I think they have a very good shot, just like anybody else, to, to do well this year. So, you know, I don't think Pittsburgh's going to be that good with, with lack of quarterback help there. So, you know, it's going to be interesting. I'm very excited for the NFL between my, my fantasy football endeavors, between my pick em pools, uh, you know, uh, the super contests, all these things that I – that I just really enjoy doing every year. Um, it just makes – it's the hype. You know, you, you just can't get hyped right now on um, on baseball. I mean, yeah, it's just a grind, but there's no hype like it is for NFL Sundays, at least for me. So, you know, some people are, I guess, purists love the game and they enjoy watching it, probably like Micah, because you grew up playing it. But for me, 
nothing better than waking up Sunday morning, being in the office all day, and then and then at one o'clock all the games starting at once. It's just that right. that build up. So I'm excited, but um, you know it's it, it's going to be a really good season, knowing that we're just ahead of the curve. I mean, what we do going into it's not like we, you know, come into the office and we take off all summer and we come into the office mid-August and say, all right, let's figure out football. I mean, this, there's a lot of work that goes into it prior to that. I mean, like our other friend, uh, Mr. White, he releases his power ratings um, well before the season starts, and, and everybody's trying to beat the number. I mean, this is, that's the key. It's nobody's guessing based on an opinion because what we saw in preseason that we, you know, overvalue teams. I mean, there's, there's a lot that goes into this stuff, and, and especially college football. I mean, what, there's 75 games on an average Saturday? I mean, it's insane. I mean, it's just loaded, top-loaded from 12 to, to midnight of game after game after game. So, you know, we're, I'm excited. I know you guys are excited, and it's, it's going to be a very, very entertaining season. Yeah, you seem the most excited out of all of us. I love that. I'm pumped, baby. I'm pumped. I am. Maybe if me and him had good teams, we'd be as pumped as you. The Falcons oh, man, we got George Bulldogs, man. Come on. <laughs> Mike is more excited okay. about who's going to win the college bat- baseball championship more than football. Yeah, it's good, man. There's always something to bet every season, different season. And every, right. half the, uh, I mean, that's, that's torture following that. No, man. Oh, it's, yeah. These college kids, college sports, man, they want it more than professionals. It, it, there's it's outstanding. It's great. Uh, it's not torture to me. Okay. I love it. I got ESPN Plus. Right. I'll pull it up Friday. Watch it all. Watch the regionals all day long. Um, I love. It. Well, you gotta love it. Love the game, obviously. So we got we got a uh, a very our number one fan just texted me. This is uh this is John from Baltimore. I don't know if we know that guy. He's got a big beard and a Who's bald that? head. Yeah, exactly. John from Baltimore has got a really big beard and a bald head says, tell Dave that he's been right fading the Dodgers. He faded them last night, and he won uh-huh. big. Uh-huh. Uh, I had him two nights ago. I had the Pirates. That is true. Not last night, but yeah, yeah. <clears throat> let me ask you All a right. question, David. If you don't, mind, if you don't, let me ask David the question. Do you have you ever been? Because I know a lot of guys that do get involved in like you know, what the college football games of the years. You know, they're already re- released last week. You no, know, half the schedule of the first week is released with lines. People are betting into them. They're already moving. Do you ever have you ever personally bet that early? Um, or do you always wait just a couple of days before? I mean, the week before the game. When I was, no, when I was, when I was price shopping and and yeah. and they were off, or or like real quickly, Bet Chris and all them would release stuff and just angle shooting. I, I never sat down with an opinion doing it. I got you. Yeah, because because anything gonna... with an opinion. I, I mean, anything with an opinion, the max on those is so small. It's not. I, I it's just like a thousand or two thousand max. Even yeah. if you're right, what's your what are your, your expected value five or six percent? Is it really worth it to get that into? It? I guess it is. I mean, I don't want to down, make other people's hustles sound like it's nothing, but no, I can't. No, just price shopping. 
No. Just These guys will bet them. Like they'll bet them last week, and then when that when that game comes and plays in week three or four, they'll have these numbers that are ten points off from when they were posted back in May. I'm like, damn. Right, but they're just That'd showing you the ones they were right on. You're right. Correct. No, I understand that. Yeah. They're not. They're just. They they go look what I got, and everybody goes, wow. Okay, show right. us the one that you were seven points off. No, no, you're that. right. Yeah. I just wonder if you ever got into that or not, betting no. it that early. I did. I did an NFL one year. Like I was. I, or one year I went hardcore, but I was because they were doing every game of the year. And I like certain teams over or under the win total. So I was just like I, I bet them all. I bet like every game with one team. Got That's it, it guys. Right. It goes by quick, man. Another wonderful show of the Sports Insider Radio. See you guys next week. Thanks, guys. Thanks, Mike. johnsyndicate.com call 1-888-201-4201 that's 1-888-201-4201 direct from the Vegas Strip are you looking to access the most powerful betting syndicate information directly from the Vegas wise guys the same games that players walk into the casinos and move 5, 10, 20 dimes a game on week in and week out learn the secrets of the most powerful betting sources directly from our office to your ears. All you have to do to walk with that air of confidence is pick up the phone and don't stall. Make the call. Call 1-888-201-4201. That's 1-888-201-4201. Call now. Call free for your access password at johnsyndicate.com. That's www.johnsyndicate.com. Call now. Call free.